Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is... Another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hi guys, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. And I'm Andy Murray from What Culture. The wonderful wallpaper is back. And today I'm going to tell you all about the phenomenal one returning to Impact Wrestling, sort of. And I'm also <laughs> going to tell you about the former WWE Women's Champion who is heading to Impact Wrestling. Plus, how WWE tried to sign Ricky Starks from under AEW's nose, and some interesting trademarks have been filed by WWE. Hmm, this is the news. Let's kick things off by talking about this phenomenal one in (laughs) Impact Wrestling then. This is is something else. Uh, It's our second Hornswoggle story of the week. What the hell? Um, So in recent weeks, uh, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, the Good Brothers, had been teasing a phenomenal one. A phenomenal opponent would be arriving to face their rivals, the North. The stipulation was that if Ethan Page of the North could overcome this phenomenal opponent, they would get a shot at the Good Brothers Tag Team Championships. Um, This came to a head last night. The phenomenal one was introduced and AJ Styles' old TNA theme song hit the PA system. Somebody dressed like AJ Styles doing his ring entrance and everything came out. But yes, it was Hornswoggle. He was was introduced as, and I quote, the we nominal one, CJ Swoggle. Okay, uh, he then had the match with Ethan Page. Obviously, Page was like, it's a hornswoggle. I'm obviously going to beat this dude. Uh, but no, he, he lost. There was a kerfuffle, a commotion on the outside. Josh Alexander was brawling with Carl Anderson. Uh, hornswoggle got the roll up. No tag team title for shot for you, the North. However, uh, a hornswoggle is uh, AJ Styles now, apparently. Um, what a weird situation. What a weird turn of events. Uh, Impact Wrestling has hit some real big home runs recently. This was an interesting left turn. But, um, you know, it goes to show that the promotion is doing a lot of stuff that a lot of people are talking about, regardless of what you may think of, like, an AJ Styles ruse. I mean, to be fair, right, if you fell for the idea that AJ Styles was actually going to show up in Impact Wrestling, 
you got worked. You yeah. got worked because the guy's under WWE contract for like 400 million years or whatever until he retires. It's going to be his last wrestling contract. But, uh, you know, it, it, we we find ourselves talking more and more about Impact Wrestling every single week because they bring newsworthy stuff to the forefront. They're getting people talking about their product and that can only be a good thing even when uh, the thing that gets you talking about that product is uh, the, the wee nominal one, indeed. I like the fact that people would actually buy. Now, you can't do any Twitch stuff, but if you want to appear in a completely rival promotion to WWE, yeah, absolutely fine. No bother. Go knock yourself <laughs> out. Like, And I suppose it could be worse. They could have advertised a McMahon on Impact Wrestling with the Good Brothers. So maybe that's <laughs> like next we week. did on the news last yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, come on. Um, <laughs> I, 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 unsurprisingly, loved this. Thought it was great. Um, and uh, I'm great to see friend of the channel, Hornswoggle, just. Doing so much stuff, good for him. Um, yeah. This sneaky little bastards. Uh, there's not much more I can say about all this, but I, I'm glad to see Impact Wrestling getting a, a lot more attention and exposure, as you've said there, Andy. And obviously, Simon now does ups and downs for it, and they've got some mad storylines with whodunits and stuff going on. Got slightly concerned when I heard rumours of that guy being backstage again with holding the pen, but until those reports are confirmed... I'm gonna hold my breath, so let's let's hope for the best. Adam Wilborn, what a <laughs> uh, right. Let's con- <laughs> let's continue by talking uh, about Ricky Starks. What a handsome bastard that guy is. Uh, speaking of handsome bastards, though, he did an interview with friend of the channel Chris Van Vliet. Well worth checking out over on Chris Van Vliet's YouTube channel right now, uh, and talked about the day he appeared for All Elite Wrestling to answer Cody's TNT Championship Open Challenge. And Andy Murray, you'll never guess what. That was the day WWE decided to get their act together and, you know, offer him a deal. (laughs) What a coincidence! He uh, He's quoted as saying, the funny thing is, the day I wrestled Cody, I got a phone call from WWE saying, hey, we've been watching you and we wanted to bring you in. And uh, apparently Stark said, oh, really? Okay interesting of all days this of course hot on the heels of WWE just <laughs> randomly deciding should we, should we sign Eddie Kingston yeah uh, immediately <laughs> after his match with Cody I mean it's fairly obvious what's going on here Andy yeah it kind of takes the piss a little bit doesn't it uh, Ricky also said that he uh, like entertained the conversation but his mind was pretty much already made up as to what he was going to do um yeah, I mean, if if WWE had like a legitimate interest in signing Ricky Starks, and they should because Ricky Starks yes. is excellent, and as you said, very handsome, uh, they would have reached out to him a while ago. It's not like this guy was this secret, unearthed, like hidden gem or anything. The guy has been had been on uh, NWA Power for months and months and months before he showed up, and before that, he had a good rep, particularly on like the Texan indie scene. So, if you're WWE, if you have all these resources in this massive scouting department, there's no way he wouldn't have already been on your radar. But if you were in interested would you have waited until the day he was going to debut against cody on dynamite <laughs> they know what they're doing they know exactly i'm sorry i've just got i've just got to move my screen up a little bit here because i've got a uh, an image from the interview of uh, these two and it's it's far too distracting i need to pour a bucket of cold water on myself it's, when i watch that interview i want to know if i can join the handsome men gang with my new mustache let me know chris <laughs> let me know ricky and i expect a resounding no andy I was going to say, with all due respect to yourself, I think that the two of us, the two of us together, our mugs on one video is basically the polar opposite. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And Chris Van Vliet, two of the most 12 out of 10 men in the history of 12 out of 10 men. Uh, Let's 
move over to Impact again. We're talking more Impact, baby. That's because a former WWE Women's Champion is on her way to the promotion. I'm talking about Jazz, who actually retired from pro wrestling in October, but she's coming back presumably for this Impact Wrestling Knockouts Tag Team Championship Tournament. It is ongoing. It was announced last night she's going to be teaming with Jordan Grace. That's a hell of a goddamn wow. team, past and present, coming together to bash some people up. Interestingly, their opponents in the first round are actually two former WWE wrestlers as well. They're going to be facing Killer Kelly, who was released from WWE earlier this year, very quietly, formerly of NXT UK, and Renee Michelle, who you remember from her role opposite her husband, Drake Maverick, in those wacky uh <laughs> consummate yeah. the marriage 24 7 things last back year. when it was prestigious that belt back when it was prestigious and before our truth became a 45 time champion uh if they're successful in their first round match jazz and grace are going to face uh, havoc and nevea uh, that'll be the second round the finals come after that good to see jazz back in pro mm. wrestling her last gig was the NWA. Her last major gig was the NWA. She was women's champion for something like three years, 2016 to 2019, lost it earlier this year. She kind of was prominent there before power was a thing, so mm. she didn't really have the benefit of competing on that every week, which would have been cool, but let's not forget as well, she had that role in the, what's it called? The Casino Battle Royale. Mm. Uh, the Women's Casino Battle Royale at AEW All Out 2019 as well. So looking forward to seeing Jazz mixing it up with some some stars of today. Her and Grace is really a fun yeah. tag team, and I'm looking forward to seeing how that works. Really excited to see that, how that one works out. Big fan of Jazz. I loved her back in the day, and, and we've seen on many, many occasions, and the name Gail Kim just automatically leaps into our head about people who WWE just didn't really utilize very well and then went on to do, do sensational stuff in Impact Wrestling. So fingers crossed. Uh, she can do well there. Uh, you know, don't know how it's going to work out in the long term. But like you say, fascinated to see how it works out between uh, Jazz and Jordan Grace as a team. Uh, let's move on to our final story of the day, considering WWE's trademarks. I know what you're thinking. That sounds a bit dull. Before but... we uh, do that, Adam, I just want to prepare myself a little bit. Very go. good. Very good idea. Well, WWE mm. filed a couple of uh, high-profile trademark applications recently. Um, in October, for example, they uh, filed a trademark application for C-Nation for John Cena. But uh, more recently, uh, WWE filed another trademark for Dean Ambrose. Because, of course, Dean Ambrose leaving WWE is a work. He's been AEW World Champion. What's he's been working for WWE? Think these things through. You think you think John Moxley just happened to show up in agent in AEW? <laughs> agent Ambrose is in full effect. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know why they filed this trademark. If I'm perfectly honest, they previously cancelled it back in August. Moxley hasn't commented on the situation, but this is ridiculous. You assume this is just due to the history of Dean Ambrose. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get them coming out. Although I wouldn't rule it out saying, uh, good news, guys, Dean Ambrose is, is coming back. And then they just get Drake Maverick to play him on Monday Night <laughs> Raw or something. But weird, this refiling of a, a trademark of, of Dean Ambrose. Unless, of course, I've been right all along. And he did pop up on, what was it, backstage? He showed up on recently, or not recently, this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, he had a little cameo. He had a little cameo just in Renee Young's background. Uh, Renee Paquette's background, my apologies. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably just, this thing is, 
Don't wear foil on your <laughs> head. Your head. It will cook your big bald dome. Jesus Christ, I'm sweating. Um, <laughs> yeah, I imagine this is just so they don't get sued out the ass when they do things like Dean Ambrose and the Shield and stuff. Maybe, I don't know. But uh, let's just go with the idea that it's a work. Let's suggest that fake Dean Ambrose and fake Rusev are going to show up in the, <laughs> in the NXT zone next week. Bring back fake Diesel and Razor Ramon, man. But, oh. uh, or with the recent news, congratulations again to them, of uh, Renee Paquette being pregnant. They're thinking, well, better get those trademarks in early for Dean Ambrose and Dean Ambrose Jr. Oh, <laughs> <So>. brother. <laughs> Let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, want to get in touch with this first question today comes from Mark Stoddard, who says, Morning Legends, thoughts on Daniel Bryan forming a stable to take on the bloodline. You know, he'll he'll push to feature underutilized guys. Who would you like to see join with Bryan? Uh, and maybe even a heel to get the rub of turning on him. What do you reckon to that, Andy? Yeah, I think it's a good idea. So one of the great, great triumphs of like faction-based wrestling promotions like New Japan, like Dragon Gate, like AEW as well, is that when you have these factions and these associates of people who all have these interlocking relationships, when you have a feud like Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, it means you have all manner of interesting match possibilities coming out of that. If you look at AEW at the moment, the core feud is Pac versus Eddie Kingston, but you got The Butcher and the Blade, you got Phoenix and Pentagon as well. So many combinations you can do without having to burn the money match at the very first step. So yes, I think it's a very good idea. And I think pairing Daniel Bryan with underutilized, under whatever wrestlers in WWE is a really good idea because Daniel Bryan was the ultimate version of that at one point. Chad Gable would be my pick. Yes. Uh, throw him in there. You know, he had the American Alpha attire at the pay-per-view last weekend. He was looking sick. Uh, he's awesome. I think he'd be a good pick. Yeah, there's, there's, there's like obvious ones you'd go for. I think like you, you've got to try and balance it out if you think about the bloodline. So you could have, you know, Roman and Daniel Bryan sort of clashing. You could have the Usos clashing with Chad Gable and Ricochet. I think that'd make a damn fine team. Or if you want to just go balls to the wall, hoy Samoa and Joe in there. And then yeah. we, we Samoan Joe? Samoa Joe even. Samoa Joe Joseph. is Roman Reigns. Um Samoa <laughs> Joe in there. And we can just have some big beefy men slapping me uh okay sex second question today comes from jake king who says with the triple threat set for next week's raw who are you picking i'm going with riddle he won't beat drew but imagine the match uh also good dog harvey uh jake has sent us a picture of his lovely dog harvey there um and he said granted this is this is if braun doesn't ruin it yeah i'm not holding my breath but whatever's happening now we reported that braun although he's been suspended indefinitely uh, I'm concerned. But what, who do you want to see win that triple threat next week? Yeah, man, they're really lining up the opposition for 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 Drew at the moment as well. There's this Sheamus thing as well lurking in the background too. I, I I think Riddle will win it. It just feels like the way they're engineering him lately seems to be presenting him as a guy who's going to have a little bit of a spotlight coming right up. Um, I would love to see Keith Lee get it yeah. just because he's a really nice, wholesome dude. And I think that'd be... You know, Drew's another really nice, wholesome dude himself. So good people doing good things. Big fan of that. Um, you know, Riddle would be a good opponent for Drew McIntyre. He's a guy you could have him beat, you know, on television uh, if they're not going to do it at the pay-per-view. I think that's the way they'll go. Yeah, I think all three of them would be great. Big George in AJ Styles' corner. Sorry, Riddle. sorry. Sorry, his name is Omos. No, he's not. So. His name is Big George. Um, <laughs> I think Riddle, yeah, is, is a good. I think Keith Lee. I think if they're going to ruin it and not actually give us a finish of the match, which is probably what's going to happen with, oh, get me cares. Um, I'm going to say Keith Lee. 
because I'd like to see that match and they keep teasing us with it and I sense another tease would be, oh, we've got the match. Oh, bloody hell, Braun's ruined it again and then we'd actually get it at a future pay-per-view or some sort of mad chamber moment. I, I don't know. Who, know, who knows? Uh, final question today comes from Daniel Murphy who says, just got my signed copy of Killing the Business, uh, the Young Bucks uh, biography, of course. Uh, can't wait to read it. What is your favourite piece of wrestling mem- memorabilia? Um, oh, wow. I also have a Rey Mysterio's auto and a piece of the ring from SmackDown where Lesnar and Big Show went through the ring. Quite Christ. a collection. That's pretty awesome. I mean, I'm not much of a collector. Uh, I, I kind of just... I don't like having the only thing I collect, right, is uh, these things, right? Record <laughs> shoutouts to Jay, by the way. This is great. Um, but like physical stuff, I don't really, you know, have a lot. I've got these like <laughs> little. It's Roman Reigns and The Rock, the real bloodline. I've got a couple of books and stuff. I've got this. This actually is is really great, and you should read it if you if you have some dollars lying around. The Ken Shamrock uh, book oh, that yeah. came out this year. I, that's a really crap answer compared to a piece of the bloody yeah, that, ring that the Big Show went through, but that's all I've got. Yeah, we ain't going to top that. I think the best things we've got are those cool action figures that people have sent us over the years after we started highlighting the crap knockoff WWE action figures. Uh, my my favourite piece of memorabilia, it's probably just because it's got a nice memory associated with it. It's not that spectacular. Bob Backlund's autobiography that I got signed. I had to get signed because I had to buy it off him and get it signed before he would let me interview him over WrestleMania weekend. And then he did the most bonkers interview for about two minutes and then left. And then later on, Miller bumped into him and he was doing some sort of workout. It was <coughs> surreal. But anyway, let us know in the comments or on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE, the most random piece of ref- wrestling memorabilia you've got. And we'll feature some of the best ones tomorrow. And we'll wrap up with today's and finally with this photo of The Undertaker and Brother Love switching roles, which Andy Murray hurts my brain. Yeah, this uh, caused a little bit of my grey matter to dribble out of one of my massive ears this morning. So that wasn't pleasant. Thank you for showing me it. I've never seen Taker look that happy before. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Daddy Boys sitting down to preview the Wednesday Night War later on today. Plus, let us know your thoughts, Twitter questions, uh, and of course, your weird wrestling memorabilia on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. And usually I say the, you know, the, the H stands for for like a happy birthday and it's like a nice jokey thing. Um, but today would have been the birthday of Connor the Crusher, who of course tragically passed away when he was just eight years old so you know uh, I think it makes sense to to mention that and like one of just the most devastating gut-wrenching heartbreaking yeah. situations in pro wrestling history the kid got to leave, live his dream uh, mm. before he passed away which is tremendous but it's a horrible situation for all involved his charity the charity that was set up in his name Connor's Cure uh, raises funds for pediatric cancer and so forth still ongoing if you've got a spare dollar in your pocket today and you're wondering how to spend it throw a donation that way uh it's a great great cause uh and you know really really horrible so rest in peace once again connor the crusher uh but if you can afford a little donation today if you want to make something uh check them out it's a worthwhile cause absolutely give what you can what a legend he was uh right my thanks to andy murray thank you for joining us and we will see you soon